and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. (laughs) Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD. 800-383-5310. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. And good afternoon. Chuck Moore speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon. Eastern Standard Time. Right here at the Information Radio Network. Welcome to join the program. 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391. And we are joined by Michael Dozier. He's been a guest with us before. He's a spokesman for the TeaParty.org, a political host and analyst for Rant2014.com and a reporter for Examiner.com. Michael, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Chuck, how are you? Good. Listen, I uh, I got this uh, press note from you where you say the following. Sharpton, Jackson, Holder, the Black Panthers. Where's Farrakhan? The racist superheroes respond. What say you? You know, um, here they go again, throwing the uh, gasoline on the fire without even knowing what what is happening, uh, what the situation is. And, you know, I, I think the people are starting to get tired of this. Uh, they, you know, people are uh, tired of being called racist. Uh, they, they're tired of the disruption, discredit, and distortion that these, these folks bring. And uh, you see the, the police uh, in charge um who is, you know, he asked the question, I don't, uh, how is this uh, continuing to happen? Why, why is it that these agitators are, are rioting and, and causing these problems? Well, you allow these people to come into your city, and they're the ones that are doing it. Yeah. What, uh, Michael, what are the facts on the ground, as the old saying goes? I mean, the, um, Regarding the uh, the shooting, I, I've got conflicting reports here. Right. Um, could you piece together exactly what what has happened, at least from what we know so far? You know, we 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 don't know a lot of what happened. There's still uh, circumstantial evidence on what actually happened, but um, a lot of the so-called eyewitnesses, their stories were debunked uh, when uh, you looked at the autopsy report. Now, there is a video out there right now uh, of a young man that was um, 
recording the incident, and a couple of people in the in, in that video on audio uh, describe what they saw happen and what their account is uh, matches the autopsy and matches what the police say. And this was live, so it wasn't put in afterwards. Uh, he said that um, the the young man Brown uh, was wrestling with the police officer, uh, and then ran away from the police officer. The police officer pulled out his weapon, told him to freeze, and then he said, "This this is on the audio that uh, Brown turned around to the police officer." said, I dare you to shoot me, right, and ran toward the police officer. That's when he started firing on him. And, in fact, he continued to say that he thought the police officer was missing because Brown never stopped. The only time he stopped was with the last shot that he heard, and that's when he fell to the ground. So that's some damning um, evidence right there. I'd say so, and I, I think that it's it's uh, because of the autopsy. It now appears that he was on some various controlled substances. I don't know what, but um, that might have accounted for why he didn't stop, um, and that he had assaulted the police officer. Well, um, it, and it, that, uh, it also shows that uh, there's also something else that shows that he may have been aggressive, and that was the video uh, of him robbing the store. Now, um, it shows him uh, allegedly uh, robbing the store and, and um, pushing the uh, store owner uh, and walking out. And then you have, to, you have to ask yourself the demeanor of Mr. Brown. Uh, when the police stopped him, did he think that the police were stopping him because he was walking in the middle of the road? Or does he think that he was caught after rob robbing the store? So you have to ask that question. What was his demeanor? What was his thoughts? Um, uh, you know, you have Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson saying it's character assassination showing this video. But that video is relevant to what is going on right now. Right, of course. Now, Michael, the release of the video resulted in a in a um, a resumption of the um, of the protests. Yeah. And apparently the loot, the looting. What is going on with that? I mean, uh, is uh, is the community of Ferguson uh, dealing with um, you, you know uh, police abuse? I mean, is, is there a, a is there a justification for this kind of anger? There's actually not a justification for the anger. You know, they, right now you have agitators who are playing on the emotions of uh, that community. But that's that's the bottom line right there. But if you look at the um, statistics, there's, there's something that recently came out. The odds of a person being killed by the police, 1 in 154,000. The odds of a black person being killed by another black person, 1 in 5,500. So we look at these statistics and we say, you know, it really uh, doesn't happen that often. Uh, in fact, uh, recently, uh, about three years ago in Texas, the same exact thing happened. However, the victim was white. So we, we had a, a white victim who was shot by an uh, uh, off-duty black police officer. And in fact, that black p police officer was 
fired because they could not justify the shooting. He shot him because of uh, a a verbal altercation that they had. Um, And the black officer actually got his job back because he sued the police station uh, for being fired because he was black. So (laughs) you have to ask yourself, where where was Al Sharpton? Where was, you know, uh, Jesse Jackson? Where is the president and uh, and um, his uh, D, uh, his AD? Where are they? And how come there wasn't a special investigation on that? Right. Well, sure. I mean, they were probably supporting the lawsuit. Right, uh, Michael. <laughs> right, uh, Michael. The, um, the 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 underlying issue, however, the narrative, if you will. Of the Sharptons of the world and of of the liberal establishment of the Democrats who are trying to use this somehow to exploit um, you know, partisan questions. I mean, it's only by a hair's breadth that the governor of Missouri happens to be a Democrat. If it was a right. Republican, this would have been a bigger bigger story. Right. And and plus, Ferguson, I think, is a Democrat town. Well, um, well, well, they're you know, focusing they're yeah. focusing on the mayor though, because the mayor is a Republican. So they're they're trying to focus uh-huh. their an- anger and and blame on the mayor right now. I see. So they've pulled a Republican out from under a rock, right, um, Michael? But but the general narrative they're using is not not only that um, that police are uh, specifically targeting black men mm-hmm. and uh, for special harassment and and in this case uh, being shot, but and and police brutality, but in a more broad sense that to be a black man today, driving a car, walking in a neighborhood, you know, you could be stopped, you could be frisked, you could be, you know, driving while black, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, are those concerns justified? Has that been your experience? In some cases, uh, that has happened. And, and you know what? I don't blame the police for doing their job, uh, especially when the black community uh, has a habit of overlooking bad behavior or making excuses for bad b- behavior. You know, if if you know the um, kids in your community are selling drugs, if they're shooting each other every night, if if you're living in you know the inner city and the inner city is dangerous to even walk in, not only dangerous for people who uh, don't live in that community, but for people who live in the community, what do you expect the police to do? You know, do you expect the police to overlook your bad behavior? No. You, just like Dr. Ben Carson told me the other day, you have to uh, be accountable for your actions, and you have to call out the bad people and say, enough is enough. You know, the, the other thing that occurs to me on this is that it, it really doesn't have to do with race, and that's the narrative right. of the right. liberals, that they're being pulled out and specially singled out because the policemen involved, they don't like black people right. because they don't like because they're racists, and therefore, since this man is black, they're going to pull him out. Right. When, in fact, it, it's much more of a matter of crime. Uh, and I'll give the example. I mean, back in the 1920s in Chicago, the big criminal element happened to be Italians. You know, mm-hmm. there was the mobsters, the, the new immigrants, and the police would pull someone over if they thought they looked Italian. It wasn't because they didn't like Italian people. It was because that's where the crime happened to be at that time. 
And of course, Italians eventually that that dissipated. But I think the problem is that that there is a higher percentage of crimes being yeah. committed right now by black people for various reasons. And that's what they're trying to address, not because someone's black. It's and the question is a much yeah, I mean, it's a broader social question, which mm-hmm. is how does do we as a society generally and the black community specifically address that problem? Because if they can address that problem and reduce those crime rates, then there wouldn't be this targeting, I would think. You're right. I, and, uh, you know, I, I have a book out right now on cparty.org. Um, you can get it at cparty.org uh, backslash ebooks. And it, it explains that. It explains the fact that um, if we continue to allow this to happen, we're not going to change. Our community is not going to change, not just the black community, but all communities who suffer in the inner city. There's not just black people in the inner city. There are poor and destitute people in the inner cities also who are suffering but who are trying to make a life for themselves. And then you have these agitators that come in who think uh, they don't want to work at McDonald's. They don't want to work at Burger King. They'd rather um, sell drugs. And then you have their role models that, that uh, glorify bad behavior, you know, rappers, you know, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. They, they sure. you know, they don't speak out about it. Uh, 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 about it. Listen to um, uh, what uh, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson do. They come out, uh, you don't see them come out during the riots. You don't see them come out during uh, the, the time that the kids are uh, throwing rocks into uh, the buildings and stuff like that. And they don't say, uh, they don't demand peace. No, not at all. Uh, they come out and they agitate and then they go home so that uh, the work that they've done, they can't be tied to it. And and we have to stop that. And, and we have to look at people like, uh, real role models like Ben Carson, like Alan West, and and and, and people like that who uh, are, are demanding that they are accountable for their actions. That's the key. And the fact is, and and I understand that that Sharpton and I don't know about Jackson because I don't was he there? I don't know, but he's, he's but there. in the case of Al Sharpton, he is. But but my my understanding is that they're being booed, that they're being heckled. <laughs> Right, because people are waking up, and it's because of us. It's, it's, it's because of you. It's because of me. It's because of uh, the, the, the other news medias that uh, normally didn't get attention. It's because of us. Okay, we got a break here. Michael Dozier is my guest. TeaParty.org. We'll be right back. Safety, safety, safety. I'm saying it three times. Studies show you need to hear something three times to remember it. So remember, safety, safety, safety is important to me, me, me. That's why I love Granger. Granger has the products to help keep our facilities safe and people safer. Say it with me, kid. Safety, safety, safety from Granger, Granger, Granger. When you think safety, think Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Today, most people are more likely to get a pay cut than a cost of living raise. 
but I have good news for you. You can build your own golden parachute. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and I think you'll find that the three-step plan home business system is a great solution to money worries. With a three-step plan home business, you can add to your income in your spare time. Many build their businesses into a full-time income that earns more than a regular job. That's a pretty good financial backup plan, don't you think? After all these years of hearing about us, you know that we have helped a lot of people earn extra money we could help you too. The three-step plan home business system is better than a parachute because we'll never leave you out there hanging. We'll train you and show you how to use the telephone and email to make money from home. Don't just worry about money. Do something about it. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need up to one million dollars with no collateral no app or upfront fees and your credit rating is not a factor plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434 that's 1-800-684-5434 this is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get call 1-800-684-5434 now look kid when guys like us walk into a facility in the morning we can smell a problem. No one needs to hand us a work order. We already know it. Today, for instance, we need a new gearbox, six globe valves, and a dozen ballasts. And when I smell a problem, Granger smells that I smell a problem. They help me keep this place up and running. Now that's the kind of smell I like. The sweet smell of success. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Here's a special announcement for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. Now, there's hope. The Internal Revenue Service has extraordinary programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the 911 Tax Relief Helpline that has been set up to help you. 800-295-1849. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will halt all collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. For free information and to see if you qualify, take down the number now for the Tax Relief Helpline. 800-295-1849. 800-295-1849. That's 800-295-1849. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And Michael Dozier is my guest, political host, analyst with uh, Rants 2014, a reporter for Examiner.com. Michael, you say that your organizations are making inroads uh, in the uh, 
in Ferguson and in the mindset of people uh, who are rejecting some of this sort of agenda of the race hustlers and the uh, people who want to rev up mob th- mob thought, group think, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you talk a little bit about the work you're doing and, and how you're accomplishing this great goal? You know, I, I work with uh, TeaParty.org. I am the spokesperson for them and, uh, and also uh, Project 21. Uh, which is a, a group of black conservatives who um, do outreach work, uh, go around the country and, you know, um, tell people, educate the people on conservative values and, and what we stand for. You know, fiscal responsibility, you know, um, smaller government, um, you know, taking responsibility for your actions and and uh, education um, is the key. And not to look for a job, but look for a career, you know, uh, learn how to get a right. career. So these are the things that we're, we're bringing um, to the public's attention. And uh, we're going into the uh, communities. We're doing an outreach to all people, not just some. Uh, and that's, you know, we spoke before about how the GOP failed in the past because the GOP, they didn't go into the black communities because they felt the black communities overwhelmingly supported Democrats. So why should they reach out to them? Well, we reach out to everybody, and, and we see that we're making inroads with that um, that uh, project, uh, these projects that we're doing and people are listening, and you can see now uh, when you go to certain uh, inner cities, especially uh, who normally would uh, boo me or, or, or boo the thought of uh, the GOP or Republicans coming in. Now they're listening to them, and now they're they're seeing that there is another alternative. Are we going to change them overnight? No, but. You know, we're getting one at a time, and that's what we're we're trying to do, change people's minds and, and change their views. Uh, they just don't have to vote for someone with a D on the end of their name. They can vote for the uh, person that's actually going to do their job. Well, I mean, this is, uh, you, you know, are you getting support from um, the Republican national people? You know, there was a time that... Uh, John Boehner came out and <laughs> said that he was at war with the Tea Party. Uh, <laughs> but right, I, right. I, oh, well. I, I think after his buddy lost his uh, seat, he realized that the Tea Party wasn't going anywhere. And our conservative values uh, counted also. Uh, and now they're starting to take a look. And, and they're starting to to reach out a little bit uh, to us. You know, it, it's not going to happen overnight, but, again, uh, as long as we put forth the effort, we'll see uh, if we can change things. The important part of this is the message. We need to get the message out there. We need to change the way this country is headed, uh, change the direction this country is headed, in. and uh, we need to stick together and come together as a group in order to make that change. You know, Michael, I mean, I could see you as someone who articulates these these principles and who is very articulate and who has national appeal as as being someone who could be a political player in this fall. I'm talking about this coming uh, midterm election as 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 we roll up toward the, the, the weeks leading to it as someone who will be looked to as uh, as someone who could bring in swing votes and uh, 
and political clout. Um, I hope that uh, that you and your group are, are trying to position yourself in that way. Yes, we are. We're, and it all starts with that outreach, outreach, you know, the grassroots effort. We're going out there. And, you know, that's why we wrote the book and that and that's why we, uh, you know, we have a prominence on the social um, uh, social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what that's the way to go. Now, that's where everybody is looking. You know, the young kids, the young kids need to learn history and they need to learn what the Constitution means to them. So we're focusing on that right now. Where can people get information? TeaParty.org is the best place to go. There's a lot of information on there. Um, our, B, our ebook is on TeaParty.org backslash ebook. Um, and also uh, follow me on Facebook, Michael Dozier PhD, or, or on tr- on Twitter, which is at Rant2014. Excellent. Uh, Michael, listen, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Very enlightening. Uh, anytime. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. For a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. And again, I want to thank Michael Dosha for joining me of TeaParty.org. Um, I've got Barry Chamish coming up in hour number two. Uh, Barry is a very controversial commentator on um, Israel affairs. He's uh, going to be calling in from Israel. Uh, 
Um, he um, he's a part of Net Media in Israel, and uh, apparently, uh, as of now, as of actually this morning, the um, shaky truce between Israel and Hamas is over. Uh, Hamas is firing missiles into Israel again, and uh, my main question for Barry Chamish is where does Israel go from here? I mean, uh, for various reasons, probably most of them legitimate reasons, Israel was not able to complete its mission with regard to Gaza. They were not able to completely stop the missiles, which was their stated goal. They were probably not able to completely destroy the terror tunnels. In fact, the uh, the tunnels under the city of Gaza itself, which are built under people's private homes and under hospitals and uh, nurseries and, and, and places where they can find as many children as possible, uh, and which contain the sort of the brain center of the Hamas uh, infrastructure with their equipment, with their technology. It's where everything happens. And these are huge tunnels and underground areas, probably as big as football fields. I don't know. Israel didn't touch any of that. Uh, I think that the uh, the answer to that question, and I don't know what the answer is, of course, is that the cost would have been too high in terms of the loss of innocent life. And the Palestinian Arabs know this, which is why they go there. Uh, they hide behind their children, and they figure they get a double-edged benefit because on the one hand, they can put their facilities behind children to protect themselves. And on the other hand, if Israel finally does respond, uh, as, as any sane sovereign nation would under conventions of international law and custom, by defending itself and stopping the source of the aggression, then innocent people will be killed, and this will be fed into a, uh, a, a propaganda um, apparatus which holds that the state of Israel and that the Jewish people, by extension, are involved with murdering people, innocent people. And, of course, that goes to the very weakness, the core weakness, I would argue, of Israel's position, which is their moral situation, their stand for, you know, preserving life, innocent life. And when you call that into question, you're calling into question the entire moral edifice of Jew, of the Jewish covenant, actually. And, of course, this is, uh, this is exactly what anti-Semites have tried to do since time immemorial. This is the blood libel, the idea that the Jews are killing in, you know, children, you know, Christian and Muslim children, and using their blood to bake bread you know, for ritual purposes. This is, uh, you know, it gets at the very core of who we are as a people. So it's our most vulnerable place. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw a documentary last night. I w watched probably about 20 minutes of it uh, on the PBS station about the Palestinians of Gaza. And I thought it was fairly objective. It was not pro-Palestinian. Uh, but it, it, it spent a lot of time filming predominantly men. I didn't want too many women there. I mean, they showed women briefly. But it showed them in their natural habitat, what their life is like 
And my general impression is that most of these people are unemployed. They're on welfare. They're probably getting some kind of public benefit. They're aimless. They're shiftless. They don't have a lot of purpose. And that they are suffering from some of the, uh, the moral and ethical problems that are associated with that. All right, we'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a Heavy 100 Radio Talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432 that's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. And uh, again, my guest coming up in hour number two today is Barry Chamish. He's a uh, very controversial commentator uh, out of Israel. I'm going to read a little bit of his um, column that he sent me, which uh, prompted me to invite him. He says it's entitled, I'm so sick of being a Jew. 
<laughs> I don't get that. But um, anyway, uh, let's see here. The sickening manipulation of all peoples in the exploding Middle East goes on unimpeded with nary a sane voice arising from the bloody muck. A journalist I had once worked with, Aaron Klein of World Net Daily, has recently and convincingly exposed that in 2012 the U.S. had trained the first ISIS troops in the Jordanian town of Safawi. Hmm. Now the U.S. has re-entered Iraq by bombing ISIS. The pretext being they are threatening her good pals, the Kurds, who had taken over the Mosul Dam. Watch out. Waters are coming. So far, about 70 Israeli soldiers have died blowing up Hamas terror tunnels into their territory. Intelligence Colonel Yossi Langotsky told the IBA, the Israel Broadcast Authority, the young men had died in vain. Israel had the sonar elocution, what is this, echolocation technology long ago to handle the danger. That's what I was wondering myself. I mean, when you have Google being able to take pictures of people's license plates from space and, and, and you can see someone's face, you would think that the Israelis, as technologically advanced as they are, would have been able to have detected the tunnels, would have been able to have detected the, the, the missiles coming over the border. I, I've, I've asked this question as well to, uh, to Israeli officials that have been on this program over this past year. And, and the answer is not clear. For nine years, I raised hell and said terrorists are digging tunnels into Israeli territory, but the state security system is not organized with enough seriousness to deal with the threat. And while anti-Semitism... Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot, this is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and I'm uh, looking forward to uh, Barry Chemish. He says here, and while anti-Semitism spreads to new levels in Europe, it has reached the shores of my Florida, 
recently with one rabbi murdered and three Jewish bookstores burned and gutted. And while I must deal barely, con- deal barely concealed anti-Jewish interpretations of how they view reality, look how many more Palestinians are dying, therefore Israel is a war criminal, and similar misguided crap. It's the crap from Gentile friends of Israel sent to me with good intentions and bad results that distresses me most when I receive this bunch of baloney. In other words, not enough Jews have been killed for them. You pipe electricity to Gaza, drop leaflets over your intended targets to give your enemy time to escape, and live to fight another day, put your own soldiers' lives at risk, rather than endanger the lives of Israeli-hating Gazans. You send official delegates to Cairo to hold negotiations with this organization, whose goal mirrors that of the Nazis, and who would enthusiastically pursue that goal if only they had the wherewithal to perpetrate it against Israel's Jews, what Germany did to Europe's. It is as if you were negotiating with Hitler. Do you really think there is any difference? I replied, quoting Stan's pie-in-the-sky analysis isn't serious. Israel was chopped like liver for a generation until it's raining rockets. Most of the blame for the upcoming demise comes from the Israeli rulers and their blind, moronic supporters. Everything I've written is coming to fruition. This right-wing Hamas are Nazis, and Jews must destroy them before they mass-murder us. It is the line towed by mainstream Jewish apologists. It is just that misreading of history that is the leading us into desperate and trouble desperate trouble all over again. Israel was created over the bodies of Europe's Jews during the 1940s, and one Hebron rabbi, Chaim Simons, has a grasp of the real war being fought again with the same rules. In an article in the English edition of Machpelah, January 2005, appeared the following. The left is still loyal to the state of Israel in varying levels of faithfulness, but it hates Eretz Israel. The difference between these two is clear. Eretz Israel is a reminder of the left's Jewish past, which it wishes to forget. We're talking about left-wing Jews here. The left's disconnection from the Jewish nation has reached the point where they are prepared for settlers to be killed during the evacuation effort, Gaza area and North Shamran. Spokesmen of the left have already announced that this will not be a war of brother against brother since the settlers are not our brothers. At the 18th Zionist Conference held in Prague, August of 1933, Ben-Gurion said, Eretz Israel today needs not ordinary immigrants but pioneers. The difference between them is simple. An immigrant comes to take from the land, whereas a pioneer comes to give to the land. Therefore, we demand priority for Aliyah to pioneers. A few months later, in mid-October 1933, a meeting took place between, amongst others, the High Commissioner for Palestine, David Ben-Gurion, and Moshe Shertok, Sharet. The minutes of the meeting were written up by Shertok during the course of this meeting. Ben-Gurion spoke about the three million Jews then living in Poland and stated that Palestine offered no solution for all Polish Jews. 
Immigration into Palestine was necessarily limited, therefore. It had to be and could be a select immigration. Zionism was not a philanthropic enterprise they really wanted here, the best type of Jew, to develop the Jewish national home. But they had to be given sufficient scope to bring over people of whom the country was in need. Hmm. The question which remains is who would decide who was the best type of Jew? As will soon be seen, such a Jew was someone who was a secular Zionist. It was a few years later, the 20th Zionist Congress, held in Zurich, August 1937, that Weizmann spelled out more specifically what was meant by selective aliyah. I told the members of the Royal Commission that six million Jews want to go on aliyah. One of the members asked me, do you really think you could bring all of them to Eretz Israel? On that I answered, that two million young people we want to save. The old people will pass. They will bear their fate, or they will not. They have already become like dust, economic and moral dust in this cruel world. Oh, my God. Pinchas Gross, who had been one of the public workers of a Budapest Israel this is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the irs due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the u.s economy the internal revenue service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars an open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction to ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy take down this number or store it in your cell phone but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And again, I'm looking forward to uh, talking with Barry Chamish, who is recounting some very controversial things here, but things that have been pretty well confirmed. I've seen this elsewhere. The first principle of the Zionist Aliyah Committee in Bucharest was not to allow members of Aguda Israel's religious Zionism to go to Aliyah in Eretz Israel. This was despite the agreement which had been made before the war between Aguda Israel and the Jewish Agency on the Aliyah quotas for members of Aguda Israel. Shlikim from the Aria Committee on Bucharest arrived in Transylvania with large sums of money in order to transfer hundreds of pioneers to Bucharest for the purpose of Aliyah to Israel. We also asked for our members and the possibility of Aliyah, but we were rudely rejected. One might think that this money was Zionist money, and therefore it was proper to reject such a request. However, it was shown not to be the case. Just a few weeks later, when Weisberg, who was a member of the Aliyah Committee, 
gave evidence before the rescue committee in Jerusalem. During the evidence, he stated, it is true that Aaliyah was not uh, granted equal rights in regards to receiving money for assistance in Romania. We did not know that the money which had arrived from Eretz Israel was money from the rescue committee. We thought the money was Jewish agency money. We must inform you that help was not given to the pioneers and youth of Agudi Israel. That's a religious group. We did not know that Aguda was a partner in matters of rescue, in particular in matters of Aliyah. Also regarding the Aliyah or the pioneers of Aguda, we did not know that they were entitled to go on Aliyah until we arrived in Eretz Israel. Oh boy, well, yeah, this is uh, it's pretty pretty heady stuff. We'll talk about it with Barry Chemish in the next hour, but basically, it's it's very uh, damning uh, toward um, the secular Zionists in their intense war with the religious Zionists, and the whole history of religious Zionism is one that um, has not been properly placed in its right rightful place in history amongst the Jewish people. Okay, we'll be back with that introduction on number two. You listen to the radio network. People wake up worrying about their job and paying their bills, and that stinks. People in third world countries wake up worrying if their children will have anything to eat, and that stinks even worse. There's a way to help solve both of those problems. Get on the internet and go to usagoodness.com and find out how you can be a social entrepreneur. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and for years I have been helping people work from home. With usagoodness.com, you can earn extra money working from home by helping to feed starving children in poverty-stricken areas. How great is that? The only tools you'll need are a telephone, internet access, and a good work ethic. We'll teach you how to be a social entrepreneur and earn extra money while helping others. Go to usagoodness.com or call 800-301-6177. 800-301-6177. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, Call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network.
Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hour number two here at the Information Radio Network. Chuck Moore speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. We're joined by Barry Chemish, well-known commentator, author on the issues of Israel and Judaism. Barry, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Oh, my pleasure. I sort of. Uh, it's my pleasure to be with you anyways. Uh, the news sucks. I'd say, you know, first of all, you're the author of Who Murdered Yitzhak Rabin, I should point out, and um, uh, and other other books. Uh, Barry, look, the um, the war in uh, against Hamas has been inconclusive. It doesn't look to me like, as of yet, the Israelis have reached their goals, and and their stated goal was to stop the missiles. Uh, it just uh, it, it just hasn't been done. They uh, still have. I would see. I've seen estimates of maybe three to four thousand missiles, and uh, and then uh, the second goal being to destroy the terror tunnels, which also doesn't seem to have been done. I mean, it probably has been done in terms of the tunnels going into the state of Israel from Gaza, but the whole infrastructure of tunnels, this whole rat's nest that's underneath the city of Gaza, which the which the um, Hamas has built onto people's homes and hospitals and nursery schools, and which has the sort of the brain center of the Gaza, of the uh, of the Hamas infrastructure in it, that has not been touched. So now Israel once again is uh, is engaging in in what what appears to me to be a war of attrition. Uh, well, what are your thoughts with regard to the recent uh, situation, and what do you think should be done? Well, okay, let's start with. Uh, some very serious background. Yes, uh, I wrote an article where I quoted uh, intelligence colonel Yossi Langotsky. Now, he told the IBA, that's the Israel Broadcast Authority, that the 70-odd soldiers who have died uh, clearing out the tunnels, uh, in essence, he said they died in vain. He said Israel had the sonar echolocation technology years ago uh, to get rid of the tunnels. And here's a quote from uh, Colonel Langotsky. For nine years, I raised hell and said terrorists are digging tunnels into Israeli territory, but the state security system was not organized with enough seriousness to deal with the threat. I say, sure it was. That's the problem. What we have uh, effectively ruling the Jews uh, is ruling against the Jews, and it's going to it's going to put an end to the state. Uh, this war of attrition, Israel can't win. Uh, look, the people there don't want to see their uh, sons die destroying tunnels that could have been destroyed nine years ago. And it's coming out now. Now, you've got this situation where the longer Israel stays in, the more Jews worldwide, especially Europe, but also Florida, where I live now, uh, has terrible anti-Semitism. We had a rabbi murdered last week. Three Jewish bookstores burned and gutted. Uh, you've got all kinds of baloney going on here. That's a direct result um, of this war. And, well, in essence, I, 
Oh, I'm disturbed from all sides. Number one are the anti-Semites. And, oh, do they send me misguided crap. Uh, look how many Palestinians are dying uh, compared to Israelis. Uh, therefore, that makes Israel a war criminal and, and stuff like that. I ignore it as best I can, except it may rise. It is rising. You're going to see Europe out of Jews pretty soon if this uh, anti-Semitism uh, continues. And I don't see why it shouldn't, frankly. But what disturbs me the most... Uh, well, are the intended, good intentions, by the way. Uh, first, let's start with the Gentile friends of Israel. Uh, and, and, oh, listen, I'm going to quote you. My friend Nancy sent this to me, and I know who wrote it. Uh, well, it, it, someone I knew in Israel, his name is Stan uh, Goodenough, by the way. He's got a site called the JerusalemWatchman.org. Now, here's what he wrote. Quote, all right, and then I'll reply to that. You piped electricity to Gaza, drop leaflets over your intended targets to give your enemy time to escape and live to fight another day and put your own soldiers' lives at risk rather than endanger the lives of Israeli-hating Gazans. You send official delegates to Cairo to hold negotiations with this organization whose goal mirrors that of the Nazis and who would enthusiastically pursue that goal if only they had the wherewithal to perpetrate against Israel's Jews what Germany did to Europe. It is as if you are negotiating with Hitler. I sent my friend Nancy a very, very terse reply. My quote now, quoting stands pie-in-the-sky analysis isn't serious. Israel was chopped like liver for a generation till now it's raining rockets. Most of the blame for the upcoming demise of Israel, by the way, it's coming, comes from the Israeli rulers and their blind, moronic supporters. Now, everything I've written is coming to fruition, and that does not make me happy. Gosh, it does not make me happy. But this Nazi analysis. By the way, the Jews are doing the same thing. Uh, they're the uh, essentially apologists for this this uh, this war uh, is going to go on forever, as far as I can see. But it doesn't matter. Their thinking is that this right-wing radical Arab group Hamas are Nazis and Jews must destroy them before they mass murder us. That's their line. What we've got right Barry, now. Barry, let me, let, me, let, me, let me just parse a little bit here, if I might. Sure. Uh, first of all, it's really quite astonishing that, uh, and I wondered about this. I've asked Israeli officials about this on this program many times, and the answers are always quite inconclusive. Which is how is it that Israel, which is a a highly advanced technological state with with, with cutting edge, uh, you know, startup nation, you know, with, with uh, technologies and internet, when you have Google that can take a picture of someone's license plate from space, and uh, and someone's face from space, how is it that the Israelis presided over ten thousand missiles being smuggled into Gaza? How is it that these tunnels and this infrastructure was created right under their nose? I mean, it just seems to me to be an abysmal failure on the part no, of the Israelis. It's a deliberate success if you're, 
leadership is not reflecting your people. Look, I'm going to dive into that shortly. It, it's heartbreaking for me, by the way, and I'm saying this with a broken heart. Um, I tried my best, honest, uh, to get honesty into that country, but this leadership, and by the way, don't think Netanyahu is a right-wing leader. He was bought and sold uh, by by the, well, if you've ever heard of the Boston group, that's what uh, uh, Romney, who ran for president, came out of at the same time as Netanyahu. And it, look, I'm not going to dive into uh, what on earth this Council on Foreign Relations is, but Netanyahu was bought and sold by them a long time ago. Now, that's background. He is, look, on the surface, he is defending the Jews of Israel and all this baloney. He is not. And people, Israeli Jews, they cannot accept that Israel's worst enemies are Jews. And uh, you know, Barry, now, I want to I just uh, de- let me, if I might, I just want to delve a little bit further it. into that. Um, the, you know, what you're saying here basically is that um, there's an element within the state of Israel, and that exists in the government. Um, it is the government. To them as, um, all right, and you refer to them as liberal Zionists. Well, that actually, I refer to them as labor Zionists. Um, uh, liberalism really isn't an issue here. The founders of Israel, the labor Zionists, call it the left-wing right. Zionists, whatever you want. Well, well Barry, look, my want... point here is this. If I, yes. I, the, the, the point is that these people that we refer to here, the labor Zionists, people like Shimon Peres and others, um, they, they live in Israel. Their children live in Israel. Their grandchildren live in Israel. I mean, I would think that as a bottom-line common denominator uh, for just their own self-interest and for their own survival, they would want to support a strong Israel. They don't want to see oh, Hamas built. They've got planes okay. out if anything goes wrong. Look, I'm going to quote something that I did in this article. My Later, I'll tell your listeners how to read the article. This is from a Hebron rabbi. His name is Chaim, uh, well, in English, Simon, Shimon, Simons. He wrote this article that, look, in essence, the founding of Israel was on the bodies of Europe's Jews during the 1940s. Now, it's a long, complicated article, and editing it was a killer, and in short, it begins with why did the Jews leave Gaza in 2005? And let's just say that the left, no matter if Sharon was viewed as right, he took the Jews, he brought in the army and at gunpoint threw the Jews out of their homes, bulldozed the homes, left them homeless, even left them paying their mortgages. The banks didn't forgive them. It was a tragedy that led to this war. And I did write a book called Bye Bye Gaza, which describes the tragedy. And when I finish, shortly I'll tell you how to get it, but let's look 
what went on in 1938. Look, everyone knew the Jews were, were, were finished in Europe. Your president, Franklin Roosevelt, where the Delano comes from, I don't know, but Franklin Roosevelt convened a conference of 32 nations. That's a powerful conference. It was in the French resort town of, of Evian. You probably of Evian, might sure. be drinking their water. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. He the, um, wanted... The Evian conference, just for some background, what it did was it this already was developed after after the Hitler-Stalin pact had been uh, abrogated and World War II had been declared. Oh, no, it wasn't. And it was the, in 1938. Oh, it, wasn't, oh, it was before the war began, okay. and its purpose was to find refuge for the Jews that Roosevelt was well aware uh, were in, in great danger. Now, Right, and no nation, very few nations stepped forward to uh, to offer help, and those that did were shut down by the United States. They all stepped forward to offer help. All of them. Oh, did they? Oh, let, let me go on, please. Look, it, sure. if it wasn't for the labor Zionists, Oh, I'll tell you what went on. And right, what we're going to take a brief break here. Barry, sit tight. We're going to take a brief break here. Barry, we'll be right back. Please stay where you are. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus approvals in 12 hours and Funds in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. 
If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to to leave in your mouth for an hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and Barry Chemish is my guest. Uh, Barry, we're talking about a little background here with regard to how we got here with, with, the, with the war against Israel. Uh, your contention being that it's the labor Zionists who are actually suicidal i suppose they want to see their own nation commit suicide by in various ways enabling their own enemies and that you trace this back to the schism that exists in judaism between the the labor zionists and the religious zionists back in the 1930s we could go all the way back to shabtay's v but let's just stick to no, no, something let's more keep current it to 1933 when the jewish agency right. that was running uh, effectively, effectively, it was running the Jews of the world. Uh, it was taken over by labor Zionism. They threw out uh, the right wing and the religious. This was over the murder of, oh gosh, it, look, what is over is an agreement signed by labor Zionism between them and the Nazis called the Transfer Agreement. That agreement went into effect in 33. In short, the, what the labor Zionists said to the Nazis is, you know what, ban all Jewish groups except us. Let us get our Jews, uh, well, to Palestine then, Eretz Israel a few years later. In short, kill them all, but get ours legally into Palestine. That was the transfer agreement. And, well, needless to say, the right-wing Jews, supposedly Netanyahu is of that party. I'm not going to dive into that. They were thrown out over a, a phony 
charged as they murdered the negotiator of the transfer agreement, Heimar Lodzrup. Complicated if you don't know it, if you don't get my books and you'll know it. The point of the matter is the Evian conference was there with 32 nations to save the Jews. And when, well, when the labor Zionists, again, running the Jewish agency after they threw everyone else out, met in Jerusalem, they planned such an opposition uh, to the Evian conference. Now, I'm going to just quote one labor Zionist leader. The Evian conference can be expected to cause us great damage. Eretz Israel could be eliminated as a country for Jewish immigration. We are very apprehensive that this conference, we could be relegated to the end of the line. We have to prevent this damage. Remember, the damage was saving the Jews of Europe. There is the danger that while searching for a destination country, new territory will be found and Jewish immigration will be directed. We must defend our principle that Jewish settlement can only succeed in Eretz Israel and no other settlement can come into the calculation. In other words, if you want to save Jews, well, screw you. We want a country. We want Eretz Israel, but our Eretz Israel. Now, here is Ben Gurion's uh, uh, opinion of the Evian Conference. This was in 1933 at the Mapai, that's the far left central committee. He stated, if I would know that it would be possible to save all the Jewish German children by bringing them over to England and only half of them by transporting them to Eretz Israel, I would choose Eretz Israel. In other words, uh, let's kill half a million German children uh, if they don't want to go to Israel. And then he continues, since before us is not just these children, but the history of the Jewish people. Now this, by the way, is a psychopathic rationalization that involves mass murder of his own people. All right, let's not fool around with that. And the first, by the way, uh, president of Israel, that's Chaim Weizmann, here's what he told, um, well, the Peel Commission. Let's not go into grand details. And here's his answer. Uh, he was asked, would you bring all six million Jews to Eretz Israel? And he says, on this I answered, that two million young people we want to save, all the rest will pass. They will bear their fate or they will not. They have already become like dust, economic and moral dust in this cruel world. In other words, yeah, we're aiming for two million and four million can die. This was the thinking yeah, of the I've heard that quote in, uh, in Perfidy. Uh, th- that, that quote is there as well. Um, okay, we'll be right back. We're going to break here. Barry, sit tight. We'll, we'll be right back. People are more likely to get a pay cut than a cost of living raise. But I have good news for you. 
you can build your own golden parachute. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and I think you'll find that the three-step plan home business system is a great solution to money worries. With a three-step plan home business, you can add to your income in your spare time. Many build their businesses into a full-time income that earns more than a regular job. That's a pretty good financial backup plan, don't you think? After all these years of hearing about us, you know that we have helped a lot of people earn extra money we could help you too. The three-step plan home business system is better than a parachute because we'll never leave you out there hanging. We'll train you and show you how to use the telephone and email to make money from home. Don't just worry about money. Do something about it. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour just swab your teeth and you're done it removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers try power swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863 that's 1-800-270-8863 i guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today dial 1-800-270-8863 that's 1-800-270-8863 Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And my guest is Barry Chemish. We're getting into a little uh, modern Jewish history here, Barry. Um, the, um, basically, the, uh, the labor Zionist movement in the 1930s was willing to negotiate with Hitler. I would, I would point out that this really? was before they the did. Holocaust. They signed it. Yeah, it was before the Holocaust. I think they also uh, negotiated with the Soviets too. Uh, you know, they were, uh, you know, they were part as did the United States in both Nazi and Soviet socialist movements. I mean, this. Uh, I think that if you look at it, if you put it in a historic context, it was before the Holocaust. Uh, it was before the final solution was decided. I don't think that the Jews or or anyone else thought that um, that Hitler would go that far. Oh, don't be uh, silly. I don't think they Hitler planned. I don't think so. so I don't think so. I don't think that Hitler himself planned on going that far until uh, the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem and, and others met with him and, and, enc- oh, and encouraged God. him to put together this program. Everything. You've been brainwashed. Uh, misinterpreting no, everything. No, I'm not brainwashed, Barry. You know, oh, yeah. just because someone disagrees with you doesn't Here's mean you're brainwashed. Here's what Ben said about three million Jews living in Poland in 1933, quote, Palestine offers no solution for all Polish Jews. Immigration into Palestine was necessarily limited to selective immigration. Zionism is not a philanthropic uh, enterprise. We want the best kind of Jews to develop the Jewish national home, and they have to be given sufficient scope to bring their people uh, to 
to edit Israel when they went. Uh, oh gosh, look, just know that Agudat Israel is the Zionist. Uh, it's the religious Zionist organization. When they went into uh, Romania, when they went well throughout Europe, they let them die, and this is not a minor issue. They let them die. Uh, by the way, if you read Perfidy, you found out how uh, Adolf Eichmann and Rudolf Kastner. Eichmann offered him all 500,000 Jews. The British were prepared to offer them shelter. Kastner said, no, here's a list of 3,000. If we want the rest, do whatever you want with them. They knew. And don't be so apologetic. The people who founded Israel were absolutely nuts. Now, they had their own, let's call it, agenda. They had some weird philosophy that they were pursuing, but it included letting Jews by the millions die. It was in their calculations. Look, I called this okay. article. That's amazing. Look, you know what? Go read my article. I'm going to tell you how to do it. This will save your listeners if you're interested. Look, my books are at lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U dot com. The one you want to read for this article, for well, they're all relevant, but bye-bye Gaza. I was in the Gaza Strip week after week trying to warn the Jews. I did my best, and they wouldn't listen. Look, don't put a bright picture on it, or it is going to, it'll lead to our final demise. I mean, honest to God. Look, all I can say is bye-bye-bye, Gaza. Get the black and white version. It's cheaper at lulu.com. Right in my last name in the search box. Chamish. C-H-A-M-I-S-H. It'll get you there. You'll see the other books as well. Uh, you did mention Sheptite's Fee. I don't want to dive that deep, but I did write a book called Sheptite's Fee, Labor Zionism and the Holocaust, which is print. Uh, it's there as well. My website, where you can see this article, I believe it's up right now, is BarryChamish.com. And all I can say is what I'm trying to tell you. We lost most of the Jews of Europe. Let's not let it happen again. All right, Barry, hold on. We're going to be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show, Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? 
And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, Barry Chemish is my guest, and uh, we're, we're delving into some pretty hidden aspects of uh, modern Jewish history here and the founding of the State of Israel. Uh, Barry, I want to uh, bring, and, and by the way, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, necessarily disagreeing with a lot of what you're saying here. I uh, believe I it want, not, and, by please, the way. Yeah, From please send me your books. Because I, and I've known you for many years, I know you're not. We have to face yep. terrible. If we're going to survive, we have to face how we got here because it's happening again. Well, well, yes, we do. But I want to talk in this brief time we have left here, and I'll have you back. But uh, and send me your books because we could do a whole program um, on each of them. All right, but, that's a bit complicated. But I will send you a whole pile of DVDs. I'll put them in the mail tomorrow if you send me an address today. Okay. Uh, but uh, I want to talk a little bit more about current events here. Israel has made some terrible mistakes over the past several decades, uh, putting aside the motivation. I mean, w- the big one that I saw was, um, y- you know, the more recent one, which was the evacuation of Gaza yeah. um, and-, and the stripping of Gaza of its Jewish population. 5,000 yeah. Jews ethnically cleansed uh, from 9, Gaza actually, because that's what the Palestinian okay. Arabs seem to want. They want ethnic cleansing. And uh, the and the turnover of of businesses and organic farms and whatnot to the Palestinians who destroyed it, they had the opportunity to create a sovereign state there. They could have created Hong Kong if they wanted to. Uh, it would have been uh, they were getting money coming in from around the world. They were getting training, but instead they turned it into a launching pad against Israel, firing ten thousand missiles and the terror tunnels. 
And so here we have now Israel at war with Gaza. Uh, what do you think should, what do you think will happen with regard to the Gaza problem? Uh, frankly, um, if you read my book, Bye Bye Gaza, you'll see I said it's inevitable. What's happening now is inevitable. If we pull out, chaos will rule, uh, will rule and ruin us. And it did. <laughs> what can you say? Now, getting out of this, I want to say the opposition are stronger, more deadly, and more murderous uh, than the good guys who ran farms. <laughs> oh, that was fast. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We'll be right back, Barry. One more break here. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and Barry Chemish is my guest. Barry, so where to from here with regard to Gaza? You know what? Uh, time is running out, and I have to finish what happened before Gaza. And this is Rabbi okay. Simons, who I've been quoting, uh, how we got to where we are. Now, here is how, here is where it led us. Uh, new movie. Here's the quote. Jews scream like geese when they were shot. Chilling interview with Nancy War criminal, who was a member of the mobile murder squad in Lithuania. Now, who wouldn't scream like a goose when standing in a field with naked, no less, with your friends, townsmen, family, being machine gunned to death on every side of you, all to create this atrocity against Jews, later called Israel. And where does this nightmare of a state lead us to, well, to referee the latest war quote, Avigdor Lieberman, Israel's foreign minister, called on Germany to find a lasting solution to the Gaza crisis, reviving the EU border assistance mission of 2005-2007 and to monitor the Rafa crossing. Quote again, Lieberman wants Germany to take the lead in this mission as the wealthiest leader of the EU. Boy, is history be, being repeated. And people just don't understand. Pardon me? It is a little strange. I mean, the juxtaposition. No, it's not. 
once sure. you get the hang of it, well, you know what? It's not strange for me, but I guess my point of view, um, let's just say that my nation lags behind. Now, don't forget, Chuck, uh, I went to Israel oh, more than 40 years ago, joined the army, stayed in there, uh, regular and Milloween, what's Milloween call up, let's call for 13 years, and now my whole family's there. I have a personal stake, and I'm worried sick. Where is this going to lead? Never ending war. And by the way, are we ever lucky that it's so far only Hamas, because if Hezbollah through their, well, if the PA, Hezbollah, and Assad uh, all decided, let's just put an end to this damn Israel, boy, would that war be different. Obviously, what accommodations were reached. Barry, what, if you were Prime Minister, what would you do? I wouldn't be, well, let's put it this way. There's no rationality left in the Arab world. And by the way, that's also manipulated. And congratulations, you've re-entered Iraq. Well done, America. Look, nothing is as we see it is. Um, I worked uh, on a couple of stories with Aaron Klein. He writes for World Net Daily. He very convincingly exposed a couple of months back that the U.S. trained the first ISIS troops in a Jordanian town called Safawi, but it doesn't matter. The U.S. has now re-entered Iraq by training the troops that they trained, by bombing the troops that they trained. Nothing, but nothing is as you see. Now, you ask me as prime minister to walk into an impossible situation with a solution that would require somehow or another everyone becoming sane. What you've got down in the Middle East, Oh, my God, exploding. Just between Iraq and Syria, you've got 200,000 dead in the last few years. Right now with ISIS, they're walking through Iraq, slaughtering anyone who doesn't, uh, well, they have to convert to Islam and they, they get slaughtered. You have it all revved up. And Israel's once the, the Jews are in the midst of this, and it's spreading the anti-Semitism in Europe. So for all the Jews leaving Israel, and by the way, uh, way a lot more than you are being told are leaving Israel, they're going to be replaced by French Jews who find that they no longer have their home. It's a mess. Now, you're asking me as prime minister to come up with a miraculous answer. Frankly, it would require uh, a miracle of some kind. It really would. I don't have a miraculous answer. They buried us deep. Okay. I mean, that's uh, that's an honest answer. I mean, who knows, you know, what the answer is. It's um, It looks ugly, and it looks like it's certainly, I mean, in the past several years, it's just getting worse and worse, for sure. In the last two months, it's reached a point. Oh, I hear the... It is getting worse and worse. One more, break, one more break here, Barry. We'll be right back. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy... 
I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the three-step plan. Go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 800-480-2102. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Uh, Barry Chamish is my guest. Uh, Barry, we only have a few minutes left here today. We'll do it again. Uh, But uh, I'd like you to take this opportunity to let people know how they can reach you, how they can read your articles, and get your books. You got it. And by the way, I am going to reorder my books uh, boy, do I fight with money day and night doing this work of mine. But you'll get one as soon as I reorder. In the meantime, send me your address. You'll get all kinds of DVDs from me. I have a machine. I can provide them, and you'll like them. Look, my books are at lulu.com. That's www.lulu.com. When you get there, you'll see a search box right in my last name, Chamish. C-H-A-M-I-S-H. That'll get you to all my books. My website is BarryChamish.com, www.BarryChamish.com. And the latest article uh, is up. And look, it's a long and a complicated article. And by the way, reaction, people who know Israel and I'm really in touch with those people, right? Without diving into it, understand mm-hmm. that we are just being set up. Well, if you can figure out how to keep everyone at bay, that there is no more Hezbollah and there is no more ISIS and there is no more Palestinian Authority and, and no more enemies, peachy keen, people will go on with their lives because Israelis don't understand who, who is ruling them, who brought them there, and who led to the disaster that murdered all but 100,000 of 6 million Jews that in territory the Nazis captured. Our history has been utterly defaced by labor Zionism. Uh, we're stuck with that. The people are gone. They're not coming back. Our problem is there's 6 million Jews living in Israel right now. Uh, So what? We've got some weapons. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say in the long run, it won't do much good. All right, Barry. Listen, thanks so much for joining me. Nick Lechweiser from The Great Injustice.
can I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863.